Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much, as always, for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Yes, we are back from Spring Surprise, just in time to answer your listener questions. And we have some great questions today, including another cheer dad. Hey, we love the cheer dads here with a question. His daughter's headed down for the D2 Summit, which is coming up here soon. And they have their package through Varsity. How do you get those confirmation numbers to link the tickets so you can use Genie Plus? And make those advanced dining reservations. If you're traveling with a tour group, this might affect you too. So we talk about that as well. How about a question for a family that has twin boys, twins that are four years old. They're looking for some great meals. They already have sci-fi. They have coral reef. They have yak and yeti. What's one more that's even vegan friendly that might work out well for them? Here are our thoughts on that. And yes, we have a question about transportation getting actually from disneyland to lax so we're talking west coast on that one this time instead of magical express and all that stuff that we talked about last week gotcha we have a fun show with many more questions headed your way don't forget today's podcast always brought to you by the magic for less travel check them out for all your disney trip planning needs we are standing by right now to help you plan the perfect walt disney world disneyland disney cruise line or adventures by disney vacation we're going to get you the best deal possible out there. But more importantly, we want to impress you with our level of service. It's that service that you love at Walt Disney World or your Disney destination. It happens as soon as you fill out that free, no obligation quote form. So just try us out this time. Check it out over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. It's one extra click and it really does help support the show. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And finally, thank you sincerely to our patrons. You guys are the heart and soul that support this show for everybody all around the world. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get a bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to support us each and every month, come on over to patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2066 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hopefully you're having a great week and congratulations to everybody who is just getting back from the spring surprise race weekend down at Walt Disney World. We had a fun one. It was a great time and we're going to recap that on Friday but it's Wednesday. We can't do that yet because, you know, Mike is kind of a creature of habit. We got to answer listener questions. Sometimes we get out of our uh, our groove and I just get all kinds of messed up and I go to the wrong restaurants and I don't know what day of the week it is. And it really messes me up. I know it's a sad state of my life because I don't leave the house often because I work from home. And if I don't have my normal schedule, I don't even know what's going on. So let's have some fun. Let's talk Disney. Joining me today, we're heading down to Atlanta, Georgia, where little behind the scenes, the mouseforless.com gets updated every single day out of the peach state. We have Ricky. Ricky, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. And yeah, the mouse for less is keeping you up to date on all the latest Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, News, Universal Orlando. We're getting you everything. And trust me when I say there's been a lot that's no, been coming out ladies, lately. So if you guys haven't been, you know, paying attention to the mouse for less, you need to head over there because we've got it all for you. So none of that clickbait stuff. I do straight news. <laughs> no clickbait. So, so if you hate the clickbait, read the mouse for less. <laughs> something may be happening besides. I get excited because Memorial Day every year I play the high school musical um, song for that that first podcast. Oh, yeah. So I love that song. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. The school's out. Dun, dun, yeah. Dun, dun. I love that song. Dun, dun, dun. I can't remember. I forgot the words because I'm not a teacher anymore, so it doesn't mean as much. But right. guardians, do trees, raccoons, yeah. yes, star lords. Something from, about them from Missouri. Yeah, yeah. Rock Something on. about them. They're coming. They're 70s coming. Music. 
Memorial Day weekend, baby. We finally uh, got a date. I mean, and that guy did. was that guy was apparently the big executive that dropped the spilled beans like he was he right, was. you know, six yeah. months ago. I wonder why. I wonder how he knew the answer. <laughs> and totally spilled the beans. Yeah, exactly. So whoops. Uh yeah. So uh, you know, hopefully I will be down there uh Memorial Day weekend. I have park reservations now for that date, so <laughs> hopefully I'll be there that day. And but the problem is, okay, the problem is is me and the virtual queue do not go well together. It's because so, you don't get up till noon. That's the problem. But no, I, mean, that can be I do work on the virtual queue at the right time when I need to, but it always errors on me or there's not, I just have lots of problems. So I'm not happy that it's probably going to be virtual queue, uh, especially for those first, you know, few months. So I'm really, really, really hoping I either get lucky on that opening day uh, and can manage to figure out how the virtual queue works or hoping for an AP preview. But that's a whole other ball of wax because uh, my my May is very busy. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, I have a lot going on. So I, I may have like back-to-back weekends and that's going to be super fun. So. It's the life of a rock star. I mean, you're popular. I know, I know. <laughs> and Jeff, if you'd like to help me with the virtual queue because you're yeah. batting a thousand, that would be great because I'm not good at it. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I have a, I listen to a lot of tech podcasts and I have some friends that are like into technology, you know, and uh, they, there's, I forget what the, the acronym is or the, the uh, you know, it's like NASA or something, but it, there's some acronym, but like the, the error is caused between the chair and the keyboard, like the yeah. input device and the, never mind. You'll, yeah. If you think no. about it hard enough, you'll get. It's, what it's I'm fun. saying. Okay. Anyway, also, by the way, before I totally forget this, before I go to Pam, shout out to the family that was getting on the plane to Pittsburgh this morning on Monday morning, heading back to Pittsburgh and said hello as I was downing my breakfast burritos at the gate at MCO. Thanks for saying hi. And they came up, they walked by and they said, Hey, <clears throat> do you listen to this podcast? And they showed a screenshot of the BR guest podcast. I was like, Hey, I kind of <laughs> like that one. That's pretty cool. And so I know that one. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And I'm sorry that I didn't, you know, I probably had salsa going, you know, like a little mild picante going down <laughs> my chin because I wasn't expecting it. And it was super early. But anyway, speaking of Pittsburgh, they're neighbors of hers. Pam Forster, co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel at Command Central. What's up, Pam? What's going on? Happy Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm so tired. What day is Thursday it? Oh, or Saturday. Uh, what am I? Yes. And I think literally I'm going to be home in May, maybe like three or four nights. I like, know. That's what I'm like. <laughs> oh, no. Again, again, life of a rock star. You guys are rock stars. I'm just saying. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. So, yes, I have a Walt Disney World event, then a Disneyland thing. And, um, yep. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Oh, we're doing an Alaska cruise. Yeah. Oh, I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to be home for just a couple of days in May. Yeah, I'm just, I just real quick, I think I've told you this off the air, but I just want to say this on the air for anybody that's going on Alaska cruise, you have to find the old Love Boat episodes with Mark Harmon where he <laughs> yes. gets married. Well, I don't want to give spoilers. Well, I guess I can because it was like, you know, 40 years ago at this point. Yeah, but I think you're good. Like he's going to get married. Then he, like there's a bachelor party on the ship, which is really weird because like, how does Isaac and everybody, you know, go for, they all get invited. Like they've known this guy for 30 years. Like, I know. I mean, right. I and they just like met them on the cruise. I mean, exactly. I love my cruise staff. Same. But I'm That's not how I feel. Right, my wedding. Right, right. I know. I mean, like I go on Disney cruises and I mean, shorty, like Scott and I, shorty, like the bartender on the dream. He got us like, I mean, he got us peanuts because he was worried for our safety after a tequila tasting in a couple of mixology classes. He might have saved our lives and he definitely saved our marriages <laughs> because our wives were mad. Um, but yeah, it was one of those things like I might have invited, I might invite him to my, you know, 25th anniversary party. It was kind of funny, though, how they bond quickly on the love boat. But yeah, if you're ever going on Alaska cruise, watch that episode. Amazing. Yes, you have to. <laughs> It's I fun. know it. Yeah, I'm telling one. you. It's always I'm with you, TV. Mike. The old television shows between Love Boat and Columbo, I think I could watch like both of those and be happy for a while. So, <laughs> That's <just> it. Say. <laughs> the character development yes. was very good. Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, and of course, <laughs> sure Charo. Was. Okay. So yeah. let's. Uh, let's. Mike, did you see it? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> They're doing a Love Boat? Like, I know. They? I know. Uh, yeah, well, that uh, was going to be. That was so close to being the April Fool's show that I've been cast. Um, oh, no. Because that would be my dream. But, I mean, I didn't use it because, uh, you know, the hope is still alive. The dream's alive. You know, so who knows? <laughs> I could still make my debut. All right. First question of the day is coming from the email. It's from, let's see here. It's from Tim from Reading, Pennsylvania. 
Which is there? A, is there Reading? Is there a railroad there? Like in Reading Railroad. Is yeah, it really? Absolutely. Is that what it's based you on? Know, too. Okay. Is oh, that's really? where they came from. See, there we go. We're so educational. And I'm just not very smart. All right. He says, uh, rookie cheer dad question. Hey, BOGP crew. I've been listening since 2017. I wanted to say thanks for all the hours of magic and keeping me entertained on my morning runs. I've been traveling to Walt Disney World annually from 2015 through 2019 with the wife and kids. And we'll be making our first post-pandemic visit May 2nd to the 11th with a triple split stay at the Dolphin Coronado Springs and the Swan Reserve. They're kind of in the same little neighborhood there. <laughs> They're just going across the, the street there, across World, uh, World Drive. So that's really cool. Actually, I'll be at Coronado Springs around those dates, too. So maybe you'll see me. And if especially if you're on, so look for me. Uh, my question is aimed at Mike. My daughter has been, going, has been doing prep cheer since she was seven. She's now 11 and performing in Elite. Her team qualified for the D2 Summit this year. See, I know what that means. I, I like that I know what that means. The D2 Summit. And is it's definitely added a wrinkle to the f- planning phase. Our summit package includes the stay at Coronado and four-day park hoppers. We received our confirmation email with our tickets and already have park reservations, but have not gotten a hotel confirmation number to enter into Disney or uh, Matt, uh, MDE. I contacted our varsity rep. That's the that's the travel planner for cheerleading. And it's a big racket. They they sell. They're the only way you can watch live cheer. I'm not even getting into it, but Varsity makes a bajillion dollars on cheerleading, and it's a monopoly, but they're in charge of all this. Anyway, they contacted their rep, and they seemed confused as to why I would need to link it into my Disney experience. I tried explaining the benefits of 60-plus days dining and reservations for Genie Plus for on-site guests, but they were still unsure if we needed to get those benefits. Fortunately... With the pre- and post-Coronado reservations, I was able to get some decent dining reservations. In your years of experience of attending Summit events, does Varsity provide a linkable confirmation number for you to put into My Disney Experience to get on-site benefits? Any help would be greatly appreciated and keep up the great work. Thanks and have a great day, Tim. Tim, <clears throat> we don't stay on-site. No, but the thing is, we stay at hotels that do get the early morning hours, but we don't get the on-site benefits because we stay in some of the Disney Springs hotels, like adjacent. Mm -hmm. We can use our room keys, though, as I recall. Now, we've stayed at the B. We've stayed at the Hilton. Is the Hilton the one that has two at Disney Springs? Like, it has kind of the nicer, the, the one that's super close. It's the brown one that's right across the street from Disney Springs, kind of catty corner diagonal. Right, right next to the bridge. And then there's like a tower one on the side that's crossing the marketplace. Yeah, there's like a Hilton. There's two of them. Is that, I mean, those are Hiltons, right? Yeah. Too. Okay, so we've stayed at the one that's that's the brown one by the bridge. This year we're staying at the Holiday Inn Express at Disney Springs. Um, but we the only thing we've really done with that is we use our room keys for early park entry if we have one of the res- the hotels that does participate in that. And the B did when we stayed there. I don't remember if the Hyatt did. I think it did. But I don't know that I did go to it the parks. It would have parks. been the Hilton, not the Hyatt. The Hilton. Yeah, the Hilton. Yeah. Sorry, I get yeah, all the H's. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I but um, we did get a confirmation number from our rep, but it was the same thing, Tim, is that we had to push and push and push. And we had to get a hold of, like, our contact at the gym. Then we had to get our gym contact to contact Varsity. And it was a nightmare because they give you just the tickets. Like, everybody – because. The way this works with the cheerleading things is that they just give you like you get your room and every every athlete has to buy a minimum of a three three night park hopper. Everybody traveling in the room has to have that same ticket and they just kind of give you that and they don't give you the details. They don't give you the confirmation number. It's not like if you work with a travel agent, you get all the details, you link it up and you're set and you can you have total control over everything. You don't get all the details unless you really, really push. I remember actually calling the B to see if I could get like a hotel reservation number. I mean, it was a, it was hard, but we did get it. But yeah, we just, you just got to really work with your contact person. But again, you're doing the right thing and you're in a good spot because you do have the stay at the Coronado where you can work those dining reservations. So Pam, I mean, this is one of those things that when you work with, you know, if you're, if you're working with a sports package or something like that, it does get hairy because the goal a lot of times is not a Disney vacation. It's not theme parks. 
it's just like they throw in these these theme park tickets it's like an extra where for Disney fans that's that's the end all be all where it's not really you know <laughs> and the thing is you're not dealing with somebody that's that's versed in my Disney experience or Genie Plus or dining you're somebody they're going to be versed in like busing and getting the teams you know meals and and that kind of stuff like the logistics of getting a large group from point A to B to C to the events yeah it's true and actually the other thing that might be shocking to people is um a lot of times probably like nine times out of ten you aren't actually even booking directly with disney you're paying the the whatever company you're working with that's you're not booked directly with disney you're booked with the company so there's like a layer in between there which is it which is weird because i guess you know um that's not how we do it. Like guests get the Disney confirmation, all of that stuff. So it, you know, have a Disney reservation number and whatnot, which is why it's just so challenging. Not that there's good or bad necessarily with that. I think it's just a different kind of animal and not something that you're, you know, going to be used to. And that's why it will be a challenge to get those group numbers. You can ask in the end, I think you'll be okay. Even if you don't end up getting them, um, but yeah, that it's um, you know a lot more about Disney probably than some of the folks that you're working with. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, if you're listening to a podcast <laughs> yeah. and you look like read the right. blogs, you probably do. I mean, right. and I hate to yeah. say that, but their focus is on the the cheerleading kind of aspect of everything, you know. And the, right. like I said, the logistics, not the. I mean, they probably have no idea that there's a Guardians coaster group put it. You know, they probably don't yeah. even know that Epcot's under construction. I, I and it's not. I'm not saying like that to be mean. Their focus is just different than probably where yours is. Mm-hmm. So yes, I mean everybody's sure. got a different focus. All right, so now we have a ton of questions. So let's just let's knock these things out because we. I mean they're rolling in today. Also, shout out to the family I met at Old Key West at the gift shop from Cleveland. The two little girls, they didn't believe I was from the podcast, so I had to say. Welcome to episode number 2,500, right there in the middle of the, by the Google. That's you know? so funny. And then they, I think oh they gosh. kind of figured out that it was me. So shout out to That's the girls too funny. from Cleveland, Ohio. Their flight was delayed. So great seeing you at the uh, weekend as well. All right. This question, Ricky, help us out here. Why it is in the live chat. Okay. Two questions. Any idea where I can get Batui and Spira gift cards outside the parks? Also, he needs transportation that saves time and money. Well, don't we all? But Okay. <laughs> Let's, uh, that's a little, I mean, I'd like to save time and money too and get around. Uh, but that's what about, true. can you get those? I mean, you probably have to be on Batu, I think, right? I assume that you have to be on Batu cool. to get the uh, Spira mm-hmm. gift card. Yeah, because that's a uh, exclusive thing right. to being in Black Spire Outpost. Okay. Unless you want to go like through eBay or something and yeah. you're going to end up purchasing. Yeah, it would make I me mean, nervous. I mean, you're going to end up paying for it. Yeah. Well, too, I mean, somebody could say it was 50 bucks on it. And, like, yeah, and there is not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't buy any for the actual value on the yeah, card. Okay, I would buy it loaded. only for the souvenir yeah. value of it. So, yes. Yeah. Okay, and transport. I don't know if he's talking transportation to Walt Disney World, like from the airport. I will just say, I took Uber both ways. Now, I was by myself, so it worked out well. I mean, I had an Uber within five minutes at the airport, and I had an Uber within five minutes at Pop Century this morning mm-hmm. at... 5 10 a.m and it was both ways um it was within a dollar of each other it was 45 bucks there like you go. 44 like hmm. 50 44 92 i think was uh one so not yeah, bad 45 bucks and it was like not really bad. quick too i mean boom you're there nice, so I nice. Fell asleep did that it. include the tip or it was a tip extra? no that was before the tip okay i was just curious because yeah. i forgot to tip this morning because i fell asleep Shh. but i I did tip though when I realized it when I got home. I did I because I freaked out. I got right on the you so you can tip like hours later and give the five star review and everything. Because the guy yeah. was great. I mean he never said a word to me and he let me sleep, which was awesome. There and you I go. Just, I, it's like one of those things you're just Disney tired, like I had, you know, not slept the whole weekend. Yeah. I got in that car, it was still dark. I was like, <laughs> Oh, we're here. Okay. All right. So uh Lauren's got a question here. I well, I don't even know, I think it's a declarative uh, sentence here. The toilet paper boardwalk was not any different than the other. I don't know where that came from, but uh, thank you. All right. I don't know. Maybe that would have a conversation. <laughs> Thanks for the follow-up. With <laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, Kimberly's got a question. We are headed to Disneyland in June. I know somebody that's going to Disneyland. By the way, <laughs> I got so many emails over the weekend from people with Disneyland tips and just people that's saying awesome. they're excited that I'm going to Disneyland. I have not had a chance to respond to everybody 
because I literally just walked in the door before we started recording this podcast from from the trip this weekend. I will get back to everybody, but I just want to shout out to everybody, Tom and Chris. I mean, I get tons of emails about Disneyland. I will get to you. I just have to give me a chance because I got to catch up with my work, too. And shout out to Ben, who did a great job covering for my guests over the weekend. Love Ben. He's taking care of everybody. Great job. Anyway, Kim's asking, head to Disneyland in June. What's the best way to get from LAX to the resort? Ricky, did you do LAX? I did. Um, and I used a town car service, um, which was great um, because they allowed us to um, take a stop. So we had to stop at in and out Oh, and then, I cannot yes. wait to do the In-N-Out. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I had to stop at In-N-Out. Um, on, in, uh, see, I'm going to Disneyland in May as well. Uh, and I have not decided how I'm going to get to Disneyland yet. I don't know if I'm going to take an Uber or if I'm going to do the town car thing again, which the town car thing was great because the guy came in, he picked up my luggage. And then, like I said, we had, you know, the, the, the stop. Um, and so that part was great too. So I'm kind of leaning toward the town car idea again. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think either option is, is a great way to, to get from LAX to Disneyland. You're just hoping Pam Forrester picks you up. Yes, Pam Forrester, will you pick me up at the airport? Thank you. <laughs> That's how this works, right? Uh, Pam sends a private car, and uh, it's Steve. <laughs> exactly. No, Pam, you've been there many times. What, what do you suggest for? Because uh, I'm going into Long Beach, and I, we're just gonna. Uh, I, I haven't even got to that far yet. I'm just gonna, you know, look at a service and have them drive us over. I think that I like to have a service lined up for there, or a, a car. Like if Steve's with me then he'll drive. I actually don't, I don't enjoy driving um, the highway in California. I just don't. Um, Steve doesn't seem to care about it, but it's not my favorite thing to do. Or definitely one of the the town car services. If you Google, Disney actually recommends them on their site. Carmel is one of them that you can choose from that has that available. Um, And then you also have like the whole Uber Lyft option. But um, I think there's just something about like if you're going to come in around $10, $20 between private and and Uber or Lyft, I I like the idea of a private service because they sort of track your flight, make sure that you're on time and then they're going to be there anyways. You don't have to worry about surge pricing. It is what it is, right? When you get picked up um, from a private uh, town car service, and I, you know, or just any private car service, and I think that's worth it. So good call, and, and you know, like again, this, all these things are fresh in my mind because like I was just there. So you, a lot of times you have that private service, like helping you retrieve your luggage off the carousel, and that, mm-hmm. that's just like, and they're standing there with the iPad. That's just pretty sweet. I mean, you just look like you're somebody, you know, like yeah, that's that's my guy or gal. You know, it's like. Yeah, that's my name on the iPad. And then you always wonder, like, who is that? At least I am, because that's just me. Like, I'm always like, who has that? Like, I know it could be. It, could it be was me, me you know? last just, time. It was I awesome. Know. I mean, it could yeah. be anybody. I mean, I'm just a cheapskate, and I'm just, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, George says, Mike, you plan to do anything outside of Disneyland Resort besides going to Dodger Stadium? No, so we're going to Dodger Stadium. Uh, the girls want to go. And I've been told by every single person when I say this out loud, they want to go to Hollywood. And I know that there's some pitfalls and I've heard about them. I had no idea until everybody, every single person told me, be careful of this and that. Okay, so I know. We want to go see the Hollywood sign. Shout out to uh, Marco down in South Carolina that told me that the Hollywood sign is not lit up. So you got to see it during the daytime. I'm glad because I would have not known and showed up at night and be like, where is it? Um, but yeah, we're going to do in and out I think I want nice. to see the in and out right by LAX because I listened to some other podcasts like this tech podcast where they have a travel guy. His name is Johnny Jet, and he's a guy that was just like me. He's a, he's a travel influencer, actually big time travel influencer. But he was like me and that he was scared to fly for years and years. And then he got over it. And now he makes his whole life flying around the world, travel influencing. And uh, he wanted, and he lives in Long Beach. And one of his things is he goes to LAX. And that's one of the they say that's one of the greatest places to plane spot like to just watch the planes come in because it's so close to the runway so i figure if i'm gonna go we're gonna rent a car for like two days i'm gonna try to rent a jeep because you know nice. i'm like a, that, that's my vehicle so hopefully mm-hmm. we can rent like a jeep for a couple days and that'll be the day like we go up to you know we'll, we'll probably you know that'll be the day we go to the ball game i've always wanted to see it i've always wanted to go to the dodger stadium it's third oldest stadium in mlb you know see chavez ravine have a dodger dog they're playing the rockies you know, rockies don't have any connection to them but that's who's in town 
But uh, do that. Go to Hollywood. Have in and out. You know, just do that in two days. We're gonna get five day tickets. I know that's way. Some people are like you don't need five day tickets. I just want to be able to take my time. I don't want to be able to do as much as I can in the parks. And we're gonna hang out at Disneyland Hotel. I mean, we're gonna be in the pools. We're gonna be at Trader Sam's. Yep. You do need the five day tickets. Don't. Yeah. I mean, I'm just telling that's, you. I mean, you if do. I'm gonna be there, I'm not. You know, yes. not that much more. Because you don't want to feel like you have to no. get up. You have to do it all in the right. two days. Yeah. No. Especially for you, I, I agree. Five day yeah. tickets. Okay. No, I mean it was yeah, it was not a not a hard thing. Uh, let's see here. Do, do, do. Nicole says, "Just gonna miss you by a couple of days." Really loved Pam and Ricky's tips on Friday's show. It's our first time to visit there, so for Disneyland. Uh-huh. So good tips, ladies. Good job. All right, let's see here. Oh, they're just having a conversation. Um, Wyatt has another question. I'm taking a Disney cruise out of Miami. I was actually talking to a uh, nice couple about a Miami Disney cruise today. Uh, Let's see. And then going to Walt Disney World, I'm looking for transportation options. Before the gas hike, an Uber was $130. I'm surprised that's all it was. I'm shocked because that is a long drive because I did drive that. nearly four hours. Oh, man. And it's the most boring drive. It is. I agree. Because I remember because that was before I flew. We drove down to Walt Disney World, stayed a couple nights in a little, because we didn't have tickets at that time. We stayed at the Little Mermaid Rooms for like two nights, just to like putt-putt. This one, Mallory was small, it was over spring break. And then we drove the rest of the way to Miami, and I thought it was close. Oh, it took forever to get to Miami, and it was so boring. I'm it sorry. Was, I yeah, agree oh, with oh you. Oh, my gosh. There was nothing to see. Anyway, he says, so it was 130 Now with the gas hikes, it's $330. With the luggage, I think we'll need an Uber XL, which is now $550. I feel like renting a car is going to be a waste of a lot of time picking it up and returning it the same day. I'm planning on visiting the park on this day and want to maximize my time and save as much money as I can. Any ideas? Uh, let's see here. Secondly, any ideas where I can get... Oh, he, okay, he was asking about... Th- so that was more clarification on what he's talking about, transportation. Ooh. That's a little bit more difficult, like transportation between Walt Disney World and Miami. Yeah. I, I we always tell guests to rent a car like literally that is your best bet um rent it at the airport and drop it off at the car care center rent through national or alamo and that is 100 percent going to be the best way to do that they will also so what you could do i mean i would totally tag team this with steve which is what we do all the time uh steve we would rent the car um at national at the miami airport get on the road drive up to Walt Disney World. He would drop me off at the hotel. I would check us in. He would take the car back to the car care center, drop it off, take the shuttle back to the resort. Um, and then we would go and do that and we'd be ready. Uh, I, I don't think it'll take much time. I think you're, I think you're thinking it will take more time than it does. If you rent through, make sure that you join, um, if you haven't already, the National or Alamo frequent renters group that allow you to go out to the lot pick your car and um then you're set with that it's literally the best thing i can't i honestly i'm blown away that uber even does it i mean yeah. i guess I, that is such it, it is literally three hours and 45 minutes and you have to think i mean they have to drive back home that's, right. I mean, you know, you're not. Yeah, for an Uber driver, because then you can't be from Miami. You have to turn around and come home. I mean, exactly. you have to be from yeah. where you are. Yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, that'd be like me driving almost to Kansas City. Yeah, and then coming back home. Yeah. And everything's up to date in Kansas City, but still. I'm right. just saying, like, I mean, I, I complain about meeting, you know, I mean, I don't mind if I'm getting Riley, like the dog, to meet Paige, like in Columbia, but I don't like giving her back, you know, then I could. I come up with all kinds of, anyway. All right, Alfred's got a question. This is a good question. I have a dilemma. I'll be getting a preview of Cosmic Rewind. Would you go down for just an overnight? So if you do get one, and they're going out to select people and select uh, physicians. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it depends how much you want to do it. I mean, we had a friend, Michael, uh, on the Lizards. He's a St. Louis in here. He's one of our runners. And Mm -hmm. he came down and just ran the 10-miler. He stayed one night at the Riviera. And, uh Got to see him, and we were in the parks. We saw him at the studios. He's getting his picture. We were getting our pictures with our medals, and I think he had a good time. We got to, you know, hang out, have fun. I mean, it's the thing is, if you think about it, one night, it's two days if you swing it right. You know, so it can be like 36 hours. I mean, you're going to be dog tired, but, I mean, Pam, you've probably, have you ever done, like, one night? I mean, I have unintentionally. <laughs> November, I had to get home. 
But uh, I mean, if it just I mean, depends how much you down do and it. back for one night. Yeah. I think I've done two, but I don't know that I've only done one. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I mean, you get what you want out of a trip, right? Yeah. So if you have a, you know, for us, it's a two hour plane ride. There's two out. We drive to places that are two hours away and don't stay overnight. So, True. I True. mean, this way you're like staying overnight. So I, I, I mean, if if it's important to you, I, I think it's worth doing. Agreed. I mean, yeah. you just got to think about like, okay, what is my, again, it, it's how every, this is how I see life, right? I mean, it's a value proposition. I mean, yep. as exciting as an AP preview is, that attraction is going to be the exact same attraction May 30th as it's going to be sure. August 30th. I mean, you're still going to have the same experience. It's just... Do you have to be one of the first people to be on it? I mean, right. Some people have a high value on that. I don't necessarily have a high value on that. Like I can wait, you know, like right. it doesn't bother me, but some people yeah. want to be the first. I don't yeah, exactly. it, it Well, I mean, I'm in this sort of dilemma because I obviously I'm six to seven hours away. I can drive down there. So that's not a problem. I've done those quick weekend, weekend trips which is probably what I will do for this. Um, I've I've done the preview and then been back again the following week for or two for the actual opening as well of certain things. Like I did that with Pandora. Um, so you know I'm I'm debating what I do with this. It will depend on when those um, when the AP previews are because, like I said, I will be in Disneyland for a little bit in May as well. So, you know, it'll depend on if I can get a preview and how tired I'd like to be the rest of the week because I have to go to work too. So <laughs> it'll, right. it'll be a, it'll be a fun uh, challenge to see kind of what I decide to do. And I did make reservations for, you know, opening day as well, just to see, just in case. And, uh, you know, hopefully I, I'll probably be down there for Memorial Day weekend anyway. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it'll all depend. I might be the crazy person who goes from Disneyland to Walt Disney World back home and then back to Walt Disney World. So I've done, I mean, that's crazy, right? Like legit, uh, most people will go, that's absolutely insane. But it's what I'm thinking about doing. So, I mean, you know, it, it, the value, like you said, Mike, is what you put on it. I value the opportunity to get on the attraction, but that's because I want to share with other people right what the attraction is like you know i have a little bit of a different reason but for it's going also par partially i mean it's it's also partially what you do for correct exactly which would too. be why i would end up deciding to do it so yes i mean i have a, a very different reason for attempting this feat that seems utterly crazy and trust me in my head i'm going you're nuts but that's okay <laughs> that's okay we're all a little so, nuts we've done this show a little bit yeah, yeah, yeah we're a little messed up but we're all we're, we're it's, it's a fun it's a fun little trip okay it next. is a fun thing. jennifer's got a question she says i'm booking dining reservations on wednesday since there's no dining plan and we're traveling with four-year-old twins god bless you yeah uh, we decided to just do a few table service meals so so far we've selected sci-fi kids choice I so many people I've talked to have gone to sci-fi lately and I have not been able to get that ADR and I love that place. And I think with four-year-old twins, this is a great, great yes. get. If you can get it, if you, you haven't done it yet, but if you can get it great get, cause the kids will be amazed by the atmosphere and the kids will like the food. It's great. And I think you'll like the a great get on that one. If you get it. So get it. Um, I think that's great. Coral reef is a throwback favorite from our first trip. Again, sleeper should be able to get it. Kids will love it. Good food. Yes. Uh, so far, two for two. Uh, Yak and Yeti for all the vegan options and different for, uh, different variety. I love Yak and Yeti table service. Another winner. Uh, let's see what else. And Topolino's Terrace for breakfast. Hoping with characters. Yeah, there are characters there. So yeah. you're, you're golden. Do you have uh, one suggestion that's good for families and has vegan options as well? We're staying at All Star Movies. If that helps, thank you so much. So I'm 100% not vegan. I mean, hate to say it. I mean, I have no problem with vegan. 100% I, not I, vegan here either. I'm sorry, but I don't. I don't even. Yeah, I'm terrible. I I eat junk. I'm I'm awful. I'm I mean, so look, bad. he's talking about going to Taco Bell after the podcast. So you know, come on. Uh, Yo quiero Taco Bell. Exactly. Okay, yes. there you go. I had to do it. Okay, so Pam, what do you think though? For one more four-year-old twins, good v. 
I mean, okay, so Garden Grill. I see. I'm I, I, I'm thinking that'd be fun for the four year old twins, but I'm not up on my like vegan. I mean, that's a lot of meat and rules. cheese. <laughs> it's like potatoes. There's so, potatoes there, isn't there? Fruits. The thing is, is that they're going to have a vegan option available at just about every Walt Disney World restaurant you go to. The issue is whether or not it's something that you're really looking for, right? right. And I think that's the thing that you know, makes it interesting. The thing you may want to look at is some of the Disney Springs restaurants, because not only are they just going to have a vegan option, but there's actually probably going to be kind of a focus on that. Maybe you want to try something like Haleo or um, help me out here. There's a few others that are going to be good with that. Um, the Maya um, Grill. No, Chef Morimoto. Yeah, Morimoto Asia. Yeah, Morimoto Asia will probably have something that you can deal with. But I, I think that I, I think that it's just the fact that the Disney Springs restaurants don't only have to appeal to theme park goers, right? They have people all in the area, the Orlando area, traveling there. So I'm hoping that you'll find maybe a larger selection of that um, there. Mm-hmm. But there really are going to be things that you can choose at each of the Disney restaurants. They're, they are good at dealing with not only allergies, but food preferences um, that you, you, know, you really want to think of. In terms of at the resorts, too, I think that you're going to be able to find a lot of the signature restaurants are probably going to have more options. Um, and you may or may not want to do that with kids. So that's something to think of, you know, there too. Um, what about uh, but there's good uh, choices? What about Sanaa? I mean, yeah, Sanaa would because they have all the the food and they and can dur- just and during the day you can see the animals thing. too. Like as long as you go yeah. during yeah, daylight that's hours, true. kids see that. They'd yeah. love that. Yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I came up with something good. Hooray! Yeah. Yay. <laughs> And Vero Mike is offering Tokyo Dining, which I think would be a good option. And, uh, you know, I think even more family friendly would be the, uh, uh, the why can't I think of the, it starts with the T? Why can't I think of the, the, Tepanita. the Tepanita. Tepanita. I was like, it's like drums. It's like, I mean, we all blocked today. I'm so tired. <laughs> I got up this morning. Expect to hear more of this as the podcast yes. continues <laughs> to age. Be a bad week. I mean, I woke up this morning at Pop Century. I am exhausted, but Ricky couldn't record tomorrow night. So here we nope. are. <laughs> Sorry, Ricky. Has <laughs> like, in, in a couple of years, we'll be like, remember that exactly. place it'll that we so went? Bad. It'll be, it'll be like, yeah, it'll be like, remember they started that show in 2008 and they should have stopped in 2017. Um, so anyway Wyatt he follows up he says must say you guys got me good on the April Fool's Day show I shared with my travel buddy the dining plan was coming back as soon as I heard it yes yes sorry that was the goal yes that we spread terrible information on April April Fool's Day I know I know but I do I'm a a 12 year old Uh, let's see here so uh, Jennifer has a run Disney question what is the best run weekend for a first time first timer running a 5k when is the registrations for 2023? Okay, so I have opinions on this. I think the best weekend is Marathon Weekend, which is yeah. just because it's the biggest. It's the granddaddy. I don't know if it's necessarily the best for a first-time runner, but it is fun. And it's not a bad weekend for a first-time runner. But, it's, I mean, it's going to be like, I mean, the expo is the biggest. There's the most people. There's the most going on. It is hype. I mean, it is awesome. I live for Marathon Weekend. I love it. Um but here's the thing. If you're going to your first 5K for a run Disney weekend, you don't have any previous experience. So it's that you don't have like perspective like, oh, this one like Spring Surprise was a blast. And we're going to talk about that on Friday a little bit. But it's not as big as Marathon Weekend. It's not even as big as Wine and Dine. It's a fun weekend, but it's like scaled down. But you wouldn't even realize that it's probably way bigger than most events you've probably ever gone to in your town or in your city. The thing is, what I would suggest for a 5K is to pick a theme that you like. You know, if you really like to go to the Food and Wine Festival, well, you can't do that now because it's sold out. Bad idea. Scratch. Okay, so because they already have the reason I say that, Jennifer, is because Wine and Dine Race Weekend signups were a couple of weeks ago. So that was for 20. 
22 the, in November. I can't remember what year it is. So, yeah, so you probably that 5K is sold out at this point. But here's the good news. Marathon weekend, which will be in January of 2023, has registration in about two weeks. But you got to be on it. You got to sign up the first, like within the first couple of hours to get the 5K. The 5K goes quickly because a lot of people like to do that distance. Yeah. So if you want to do that, you got to be ready. You can't hem and haw. You can't decide, oh, I'll think about it for a couple of weeks. It doesn't work that way with Run Disney. So be ready. You can go to rundisney.com, get all the information, the sign up times, the sign up dates. But if you, know, if you don't want to do that one, I think a really good one for a first timer is Princess. Because that's a smaller weekend. The weather's great. It's in February. The weather's usually awesome. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's a little bit easier to get into. So Princess in February. And then we just did Spring Surprise. That was a good one, too. It was a kind of a first-time weekend. We loved it. It was uh, the, the, the 5K kind of got shortened by weather this year. But, I mean, that could happen. It was a night race. But, um, yeah, so I would say just pick your theme. But if you want the whole experience, January for sure. All right, let's go to Austin with the question. Staying at the Swan in Dolphin in, December, in September, any tips? I've stayed at the Boardwalk, so I'm familiar with the area, but I've never stayed at the Swan in Dolphin. I know it's a little different because it's technically a Marriott uh, hotel. So, Pam, have you ever stayed at the Swan in Dolphin? I have. Yes, I have. Tips. It is different. <laughs> it is different. So, you won't be able to get magic bands or use magic bands while you're staying there because to use the magic band, you actually have to be charging back to your Walt Disney World hotel. And um, they're not technically a Walt Disney World um, resort that's on property. So you won't be able to do that. Um, and charging back to your room, you know, we talked about that. Um, you wouldn't even be able to use your, you know, all of the the little features that might go on your smartphone mm -hmm. with that as well to charge back. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, we don't have to worry about Magical Express anymore because no. that's not what a about, thing, right? So what about like at, at Pop Central, I use my phone to open my door through my Disney experience. Would that still work there? Do they? It's not going to the, be through my Disney be, experience. Through the Marriott app if they have that. Yeah, you yeah. might be able to use the Marriott app. Um, for that, although last time we stayed there, we were not able to use the Marriott app for that, but they may have updated that at this point. At one point, and I actually think this may, is this still the case? The, those resorts were not, the Disney buses were not going to those resorts. Remember they had stopped that definitely after the reopening. And that may still be the case. Um, you will have access to when you're staying at the Swan and Dolphin, the boats, will still come there but um i'm not sure that the buses do at this point in time um yeah i, I say i stayed at the dolphin once for like a media thing and the thing was obviously the location was great which i thought was awesome and i mean the room was super nice don't get me wrong but i mean this is what i say every time we go to to, to cheer like to the summit and we stay at a disney springs hotel is that like i'm thankful to be there don't get me wrong i'm always thankful to get to go to walt disney world but i would much rather be in an all-star sports than a fancy business hotel because like i don't know like when i'm at the dolphin i feel like i'm in schaumburg illinois like we stayed in a really nice hotel in schaumburg illinois because that's where the cheerleading competitions are and it's nice but it's it's great in schaumburg because i'm not at walt disney world it's a nice business hotel and that's how i felt at the dolphin like it was a very nice nice great bed great shower great bathroom great you know view out the window but I want like to be I want the energy of a Disney hotel and a value hotel is even to me that I, I would rather be at a value. That's just me, though. I know I'm weird. Like I got to be in the whole Disney thing. I know. Not everybody. I like get that. it, though. I mean, you can only stay at a Disney resort on Disney property. That's yeah, I, that, that, that's, that's just me. The though. end of the sentence. Yep, so. that's pretty it. <laughs> uh, let's, all right. Let's see here if we have any. Other ones live here. Let's go to this random question from Brittany in the inbox because we got a lot in the inbox too. Hello, Mike, Ricky, Pam, and Scott. Scott is currently driving back from, he flew to Pittsburgh to drive back to L, uh, to Lansing for to save a little money on his flights. How many days do y'all think the average family stays at Walt Disney World, especially during the summer? I'm trying mentally to prepare for our highly coveted ADRs during our revenge against COVID trip. 
Also, thank you, Mike, <laughs> for helping to plan our trip and answering all of my questions. And thank you to everyone for keeping us entertained and informed about the most magical place on earth, Brittany. Brittany's awesome. She always has great questions, and it's always a fun conversation. And thank you for supporting the agency and the podcast. It's great. Okay, so that's a good question, though. I like this. And I don't know. I've never asked you guys this. What do you think? Okay, over the summer, the average family. Now, not us, because we're definitely not average. <laughs> I don't know, like the norms. I don't know what you call them. The regs. Yeah. How long does a reg stay at Walt Disney World? What do you think? Uh, let's go to Ricky first. We'll throw a number out there. Um, I'm going to say probably five to seven days, just in that general time frame right there. Five to seven. Okay. Pam, what do you say? Yeah. Um, that's what, I, that's where I'm leaning to. I think it's probably five or six days. The average family stays. Hmm. Yeah. I was thinking about that. I would think, I mean, the thing is like, here's what I love. I love when I'm. I love like when you're solo, right? You don't have anybody to talk to. Like when you're sitting at the, um, like when you're sitting at the, the, the gate at the airport and you hear the stories <laughs> and like, you know, the, like, the, you know, every fact, you know, like every third fact is wrong, but you don't want to correct anybody. Right. Cause you're a Disney right. expert, but it's like, you're just like, Oh, I just want to tell them. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things. I, I would guess five to six, maybe mm -hmm. I would say maybe seven, but it seems like people don't stay typically longer than six yeah it just depends yeah uh i think a lot do five because they'll do the four you know the four days and then either in the parks and then either one day not in the parks whether it's the travel day or whatever so that's why i was kind of trying to decide there but so i think five to seven is probably right all right, let's get one more question in and we will jump out of here. And let's see, that's a really long one and we're a little bit short on time. So let's get to this one. Uh, hey, Mike and BOGPT, my name is Kelly from Sarnia, Ontario, Canada. My family and I have a Disney trip coming up the first week of May and we're very excited to finally return. Questions. I have reservations at Savvy's Workshop and Droid Depot for late afternoon as we plan to park hop afterwards to Epcot to enjoy the extra evening hours since we're staying at Old Key West. Again, every person that's gone to these sings the praises. This is amazing. Does Disney have a service available to send lightsabers and droids to your Disney resort so we don't have to carry them? Yes, it's called the Force. Just no, actually stop. they don't. They don't have that right now. Unfortunately, right now. that is one of the few. Where I'm, I'm going to talk about some of the things on Friday, and I'm so excited because little things are coming back now. And I want to talk mm -hmm. about that on Friday. But some of the things are missing, but a lot of these little things are returning, and it's feeling so normal at Walt Disney World again. But this is unfortunately one of the things other than the Force. Um, mm -hmm. And the Force is real, but the Force can't get your lightsaber or droid. Nope. <laughs> It'd be funny, like, like Yoda appearing and being like, <laughs> Just focus, Luke. Focus on Old Key West. Get that <laughs> R7-D6 back to Turtle Cove. <laughs> and he just disappears. Anyway, the that, that's how I entertain myself. There, there was yeah. an, I used to show this video. This is, again, a little tangent. When I was a sixth grade teacher, I used to show Bill Nye videos like at the end of a unit to kind of bring home. Like I didn't do a good job of teaching the unit, but like Bill Nye could teach in 28 minutes what I took three <laughs> weeks to teach, like a concept. <laughs> and there was one on on like force. It was like friction and stuff like that. And it was, he, you know, I did those stupid little parodies and it was like, they always said, use force. And it was like a parody of Star Wars. <laughs> no, push, push it. Use force, Luke. And it was like a kid named Luke. Anyway, it was dumb. <laughs> Look it up on YouTube. Also, do we need to use Genie Plus during extra evening hours? Negative. Everything's open. I mean, you can just go thing to thing. Uh, during the pandemic, I discovered BOGP, and it's my favorite podcast as I get to relax and think about Disney from positive and informed hosts. Thank you for your efforts and have fun on your upcoming trip and races. Regards, Kelly from 
Ontario. How cool is it? She thinks, and again, I apologize because I know we are informed, but I, I was going to say, are we informed? I'm, not, I'm, I'm <laughs> terrible today. I know I'm, I'm not on my game today. It's, it's really bad. But yeah, you're going to have a good time. Sorry that you don't have those. You're going to have to carry. But you know, here's the thing. Let me just tell you a little, a little thing. People that are carrying droids and lightsabers, I'm always jealous of. Like, I want both of those things. And I think they're so awesome. So yeah. everybody will be thinking you're a Jedi. So that's, that's pretty true. cool. So thanks for listening. I'm glad you found us during the pandemic. So thank you so much, Kelly. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here because we are way over on time. We're going to be back again on Friday. No Thursday show. So you get a day off. Don't go anywhere because we didn't do a Sunday night live show. I was down at Walt Disney World. But we are going to do a live show this Sunday night. So plan to be there 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. Give us a call. We'll talk Star-Lord. We'll talk Rocket, Rocket Raccoon. We'll talk the tree. We'll talk Groot. We'll talk Guardians of the Galaxy. We'll talk about everything. That's, we can talk Disneyland. You can give me your best Disneyland tip now that I can actually talk about it. I've been dying to. So we're going to have a good time Sunday night. So join us. Scott will be there as well. 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, Facebook and YouTube. Don't forget today's show is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you get down to Walt Disney World this summer, this fall, this winter, whenever you want to go. Now is the time to plan that trip. So check out all the details over at themagicforless.com. You can, here's the, here's where I start. Here's what I would do if I were you. Listen up. Everybody lean in. Go over to themagicforless.com. Check out the resort guides. They get you excited because you're like, ah, I was leaning French Quarter this time. I was kind of feeling beignets this morning. But then all of a sudden your mouse clicks on Old Key West and you're like, ooh, dang, gurgling soup, soup, uh, the gurgling suitcase. And dang, those villas look kind of nice. And I'm just telling you what, and all of a sudden... 30 minutes have gone by. You should have been doing work and you're booking a trip at Old Key West. And you're like, greatest thing ever. You know, we can help you do that. And that's what that website does. I mean, maybe it's just me, but that happens to me all the time. So I'm just saying, drop by the resort guides. While you're there, fill out the quote form. We'll get you some numbers, some availability, and we'll go from there. And, you know, you want to do sports? We can do sports. Sports is back open. Welcome back, sports. Every Walt Disney World resort is hey! back open. Thank you. They're back, baby. Yes. Glad to have you yeah. back, sports. It feels good. Anyway. Drop by the magic for less. We'd love to help you, and it costs you nothing extra. You get expert level service. <clears throat> Excuse me, and uh, we'll take great care of you. Thanks you to Daisy. So uh, yeah, themagicforless.com. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link, slash amazon It really does help us out. And thank you to our patrons who get a bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. We could not do the podcast without our patrons. Thanks for your support. If you'd like to join us and get that bonus show, come on over to patreon.com. Slash be our guest podcast. Again, follow Ricky on the social media at Ricky Nibs. Follow Pam at TMFLT Pam. I'm at be our guest Mike on Instagram and Twitter. And subscribe to the show on Facebook and YouTube. We'd appreciate that so much. And if you don't mind, leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. That sure supports the show. All right, we're going to jump out of here and we'll be back again on Friday. I'm going to talk a little bit about Spring Surprise, the races, but more importantly, I'm going to talk about staying at Pop Century, a good meal at Via Napoli, some awesome counter service dining, some snacking, time in the parks, solo time in the parks. What did I do when I was all by myself? It was a lot of fun. So uh, we're going to take a virtual trip down to Walt Disney World on Friday and maybe a couple more questions as well. So 48 hours. Let's all meet right back, right back here. All right. All right. We'll see you then. All right. So for Pam and Ricky, I'm Mike. Wishing you a great Wednesday. Time to get back to work and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.